0: Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep help easy. So maybe you are about to have your second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and beyond. Your next kid is coming into your family. You are having a baby. You're adopting a baby. A new sibling is being added. And you might be wondering in the back of your head, how is this going to impact my other kids and their sleep? A sleep regression can be totally normal when you introduce a new family member into the house. And so in this video and podcast episode, I am going to walk you through the strategies to keep sleep a thing when a new baby enters the family. Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep YouTube channel and podcast. If you are listening or watching again because you've been here for a while, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. If you are new to this channel or podcast, Welcome! This is a place for you as we make getting sleep help easy. The strategies you'll hear in these episodes are for children ages zero to five years old. And if you are ready to commit to a sleep training plan that actually works, I wanna invite you to check out all of our Little Z sleep training courses. You can head to littlezsleep.com programs and find our entire library of sleep courses designed for ages zero to five years old, which will give you the step-by-step plan to finally teach your child to sleep independently and sleep well all night long. So check that out in the description below when you're ready to get started. In this episode, we are talking about what happens with your other kids when you bring a new child into the family. I know for us, we have two daughters. They are 18 months apart. And when we introduced the baby into the family, we were also moving in a couple of weeks. So our life was just turned upside down and we intentionally built some strategies into place that helped Ellie, our oldest daughter, just keep maintaining her good sleep. You definitely want to make sure when your other children are amazing sleepers, when a new baby comes in, and obviously newborns will wake up throughout the night, you want to make sure that your other children, who have full capability to sleep 11 to 12 hours all night long, they keep that and we preserve that. So in this video and episode, I have two tips for you. We're gonna walk through all of it, but these are designed to help keep sleep a thing for your child, even when you bring in a new family member, which can actually cause some behavioral and sleep regressions, but we're gonna focus in. These are things you can do before, during, and after new baby's arrival to keep sleep a thing in your family. All right, the first tip is to communicate with your older children. Now, like I said, our girls are 18 months apart, so there wasn't a whole much communication going on with an 18-month-old. She just kind of was along for the ride. However, if you have a toddler, preschooler, an older child, definitely communicate with them and talk to them about what things will be like when new baby arrives. You can obviously introduce them to the bassinet, talk to them about how that's where the baby will sleep. You can show them their new sleeping space, get them involved in setting up things around the house like diapers and wipes and all those little things that you're going to need just scattered throughout the house. Communicate with them and tell them about what this new baby will be like and what routines you will have in place. I would love to even practice with them like our 18-month-old at the time and these younger toddlers, they may not be able to conceptualize what's going on, but Perhaps you can take a baby doll or a doll of some sort and pretend as if that's the newborn baby and show them what it would be like to swaddle the baby, to change the diaper, and get them to help you with this. Not only is this gonna help out a lot when you bring the new baby in and your toddler is right there to hand you a fresh diaper when you need it, but it will help to get them accustomed to some of these new changes that will happen rather quickly. When the new baby arrives and it's time to actually swap out the baby doll for the real baby, this is a great time Time to praise them and continue to communicate with them what you're doing. Oftentimes we're just role playing in our head like, yeah, this is what I need to do and this is what I'm doing. But when you have a toddler around or a young child who doesn't really understand what's happening, it's a good idea to speak out loud and say, okay, now I'm going to take the baby to the nursery and we're going to change their diaper, read a book, and put them down for a nap. Would you like to help mommy by picking out a book? There's all kinds of different ways you can get them involved, but communicating clearly what you're doing and where you're doing it and why you're doing it can definitely dissolve some of the tension that you have in your head where you know, well, I'm going to go put the baby down for the nap. But your toddler doesn't understand that and maybe wants to be rowdy and play and you're all stressed out like, Shh, quiet, it's time for the nap. Communicating what you're doing with baby and where you're doing it. And if there's any way they can help be a part of that is a really nice way, like I said, to dissolve that tension that you have this plan, but they don't know it. Just break that communication and clearly tell your other child what's happening. And hopefully they will remember some of those things you did with the baby doll beforehand. Or if not, I love that some of our clients share that they continue to use the baby doll as side-by-side. Like, okay, the toddler has the baby doll, you have the newborn baby, and we're gonna do these things side-by-side together. So, hey, can you read a book to your baby? I'm gonna read a book to the baby. And having these small kind of like familiarity tactics going on at the same time could be really helpful. After a few weeks or a few days, it depends on the kid, you might hear your older children say that they maybe miss certain things, or maybe they're not communicating that to you, but they're acting out in ways that they clearly mourn and long for what it was like before the baby arrived. Obviously, when a newborn comes in, they need a lot of care and attention, and so some of that connection time with them has been lost just for a season while you focus on the newborn. And so please take this strategy, especially depending on how old your child is, however you need to use this, but it's a good idea to just communicate with your older child and say, listen, I know you want things like they were before. I know that having this newborn in this house, it's it's really different. They're pooping all the time. They're constantly needing my attention. I'm not able to do the things I was before with you. And you can explain to them, when you were a baby, we did the same thing and even showing them photos. My girls love to look at pictures of themselves when they were little. This is something we've done throughout the years, is remind them that you were once like this too, and mommy took care of you, and daddy did this with you, and grandma came and was with you during this time as well. And communicating this to your older child that they were in that same season years ago is a nice way to just remind them of how life works, but also to kind of level with them and let them know that, yeah, I really miss having that time with you too, but this is a season and we'll come back to that and remember that you were once here as well. The reason that I stress communicating with your child, you may feel like this has nothing to do with sleep, Becca, but in reality it does. I find that when we have these moments of communication with our children, it really helps your child to connect more. Even if they don't quite get it, it just helps them to connect with the situation. Oftentimes, I have seen sleep regressions happen because the child is acting out because they're feeling confused. They're feeling um, insecure in what was their routine and what's happening now. And when there's chaos around you, it's difficult to sleep. And so we want to communicate with our children, explain to them what's going on, let them be a part of the Routines, if at all possible, and make sure that everybody is on the same page. Even if obviously they're a child, they're not on the same page as us, but we want them to understand why we're doing what we're doing so that they can feel more at peace about the chaos that seems to happen when a new family member joins the house. This is also really key when you have extended family members who perhaps are coming to help with the newborn. They may be thinking, like, yes, sweet, grandma's coming. I get to play with grandma, but grandma's really there to help with the baby. Or maybe grandma is there to help take the older children to the playground and interact with them so mom or dad can spend time with the newborn. Your family operates in different ways. And I would love, because of that, I would love for you to share in the comments of this video, or if you're listening on the podcast episode, make sure you pop over and read these. I would love for you to share... How does this work in your family? What are some strategies that you have found? If you're on um, kid number three, four, five, six, and beyond, if you do things in your family that really work, um, lines of communication or systems that you build in place, please share with us. I think that's the best part about parenting is that we can learn from each other. Um, Obviously, it takes a village. We talk about this right in the world of parenting, but some of this village are the moms and dads and caregivers who have gone before us and can give us words of wisdom. So I'd love for you to type in the comments what works for you and your family when you invite a new child into the family and your older children are maybe feeling a little off what are some ways that you've communicated with them and some routines that you've gotten them to help with that have greatly benefited your family okay so having that open line of communication it links it's on a little bit of the fringes but it really does link to a sleep progression now let's focus in on the real sleep things that mean a lot to your child and this is honoring all of their sleep routines nap time routines and bedtime routines Now, the nap routine is one that we may have a little bit of flex to it, okay? That might be one where maybe a caregiver, um, an extended caregiver in the family is helping to put the child down for a nap. That may be a little different. Honoring the times and honoring how they go down for the nap, that's the beauty of a kid who sleeps well. It doesn't matter who's doing the routine as long as they're doing the same steps, your child knows that equals sleep. However, the bedtime routine is the one that we wanna hold precious and keep as normal as possible. The nice thing about this is that newborns are not going to bed between 7 and 8 p.m. They might, but that will happen later. And if you wanna know more about newborn sleep, I want you to check out my free newborn routines guide. I'm going to walk you through every routine that your newborn needs during the day. So check that link out, and we're gonna give you everything you need in a free video guide. But the bedtime routine. For your older children, this is something that we need to protect however we can do that. So the bedtime routine for an older child might be something where they're doing it on their own, but there was always a moment of connection. Maybe they were doing their own shower, brushing their teeth, getting pajamas on, but then you always went to their room and talked to them for a little bit, or you always read them a story, or you always played together like I teach in an ideal toddler bedtime routine. Whatever that is, we need to try and honor that as best as possible. In addition to this, If this is also possible, if we can have the newborn not a part of that bedtime routine, we wanna focus on intentional one-on-one time with the caregiver and the older child, or the caregiver and other children who are not the newborn. If we can honor and protect your child's bedtime routine, this will give them that connection that they crave. You know, I teach in our toddler bedtime routine to have 10 minutes of playtime to let them get the energy out and let them connect with you. This is critical. When we had Hattie, our youngest, and Ellie was 18, I was like 18, 18 and a half months old. When Hattie was born and we were moving in three weeks, halfway across the country, It was really important to us that even though her room was packed up and she was sleeping in a pack and play for a little bit of time before we moved, that we still had our same routines. She still knew it was bath, pajamas, brush teeth, um, put a diaper on, and then we go to her room and read a book. We kept that routine throughout the entire transition period. And even in that chaos, I'm so proud of her because even in that, she just knew, well, we do these steps and we go to bed. And one of us would be just solely on her routine and the other parent would be solely with the newborn. So if you have help, a friend, a caregiver, an extended family member who can come and help, also provide support with the newborn so you can intentionally spend that one-on-one time with your toddler, that is a huge help to make sure that they aren't regressing in their sleep. Because this is what can happen. If your older child is sensing that they're not getting that connection anymore, do you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna wake up throughout the night, they're gonna wake up in the early morning looking for that connection, especially a child who can get out of their bed. They will absolutely come get out of their bed, walk around the house and try to find you because they didn't get that one-on-one time. And this is really critical to have a sleeper who stays sleeping while your newborn is most definitely waking up throughout the night. Having that connection time, honoring their routines just as they always have, is going to be an immense help to keeping sleep a thing, even though there's a new family member now. So as you have a new little one join your family, this may rock the boat a little bit. There may be some new routines we have to figure out and we need to kind of understand how is this new dynamic and sometimes going from four to five or two to three, wherever you are in this, it can feel daunting. And what I would love for you to do for one is check out the comments below. I would love for you to share. What are some strategies that have worked? Um, Because I would love to hear, especially if you've been doing this multiple times, share with us so we can learn and lean on one another. But don't forget, above all of this, to open line of communication between you and your older children, to explain to them what's going on. Let them understand what routines are happening before the baby arrives so they can take ownership of some of those routines. And above everything, we want to honor that bedtime routine. Even just that 10 minutes of connection time can really yield a better night of sleep because they're going to bed feeling like yes, I had my time, my bucket's full, I'm ready to go to sleep and sleep all night long now. I'm gonna toss a little wild card out there, and that is if you find that after a month of having your newborn home and your older kids are just like, they're not sleeping anymore, your toddler is waking up throughout the night, maybe you have a preschooler who's getting up and coming to find you all throughout the night, it is perfectly okay. If you have already sleep trained them and you're like, what are you doing? It is okay and it is normal for you to restart their sleep training program. If you purchase one of our courses, just go back in. Remember, you never lose access to these. So go back and start it again from night one and go every step by step. You may not have to complete the entire sleep training program. Sometimes it's just you give them a week instead of a full three week program and boom, they're back into it because you got back to the basics. There are many times that I've spoken with newborn families that they've been so intense and following newborn routines, they've kind of lost the routines and the sleep expectations for their older kids. And so if a month goes by and you're like, okay, this is definitely not a regression anymore. Clearly something's happening you can always come back to the foundations of how you sleep trained them in the first place. And if you don't have a plan, I want to invite you to check out all of our step-by-step sleep training programs from age zero to five years old. Head to littlezsleep.com slash program so we can get you connected with the right age-appropriate sleep plan for your child. And bonus, use code YouTube to save money at checkout. And finally, congratulations! I should have opened up this, this episode saying that, but congratulations on adding a new family member to your household. This is an exciting and wonderful time, and we are cheering you on. So if you've already downloaded the free newborn guide, if you're watching on YouTube, check out our entire newborn playlist. If you're listening on the podcast, just search newborn little Z sleep, and I promise you, you will get a flood of all these episodes we've done over the years to help you make sleep a thing, even with a newborn. Thank y'all so much for being here. We will be here every single week here at Little Z's to make sure you get the sleep help that you need. Sweet dreams. See you next. Time. Thanks so much for being here today on the Little Z Sleep Podcast. If you're looking for resources to help your family make sleep a thing and finally get the rest that you and your child both deserve, head to littlezsleep.com to find your child's sleep program and also all of our free resources from our YouTube blog and podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Sweet dreams. See you next time.